When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Napsack Files. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of the Napsack Files interviews. I have a returning guest today. It's been a long time because time flies. He's a writer. He's a uh, wonderful comedian like I was, which means we're both not doing it. And he's a father and husband. Uh, Some new wrinkles since the last time he was here. It's Michael Beatrice. How are you? Ken, it is good to see you. Good to be back. That intro made you me back. sound fantastic. You are fantastic. I'm excited about this podcast, and I know me. You, you, well, yeah, that will, everyone should be excited. You know what I love? I was thinking about this uh, mm-hmm. on the way here. Yeah. I love that, uh, like, I, I have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about. I don't either. No pre-show. No. No, no pre-interview. No. No producers. No, no producers. <laughs> No it's just—it's a free-flowing well, conversation. Feel, I, I always have an agenda. It usually ends up with some kind of Seven Eleven food. This but. is not. This would be like the end of Jerry Maguire, where Rod Tidwell breaks down <laughs> in the interview. You're gonna have me crying in like this thirty Roy, minutes. This is Roy Firestone, right? Exactly. That's my goal. I grew up watching <laughs> a lot of Roy Firestone on ESPN. That—that's probably more influential than I thought. Yeah. Should we? Uh, should we uh, set the stage for anybody that might possibly be listening to this? Yeah. Um, that. Mm-hmm. We have known each other probably for 15-ish years. I want to, yeah, about 15. So, yeah, stand-up comedy world. Mm-hmm. 2003 is when I started, but about 2004 was when I really picked up in earnest. Right. Uh, that's, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember the first time I met you. I don't recall it. It's been yeah. that long. Well, I don't recall much from that era. <laughs> so that's, uh, but yeah, I was like early 30s. Yeah. I had just started doing stand-up. I was yeah. bartending with our friend Jamie Kaler. Right. And I got pulled into that world, and you were there. And yeah. uh, I've known you since then. Uh, we uh, we are we are friends, friends, um, confidants. Yeah. So uh, uh, never never enemies. We we talk. We have met and talked and discussed things, and now we're doing it for public consumption. For public consumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, and you were first appearance on here. I mean, I had the old microphones. It was my old apartment. It was the old setup. And and a lot has changed. And I think it's a good place to start. Is okay. there is is marriage and and children? Yes. have come into your life. Yes, they have, have pulled you out of the muck and mire. Yes, they have, and changed you in a positive way, but changed you yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, and I'm fascinated with that change. Oh, me too. How's that going? <laughs> um, well, the change continues. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a whole state of flux. Um, I, uh, I love being married. Yeah. And I love having kids. That's good. And, um, it's, uh, uh, did, did you know, you, yeah. it, you know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to talk about it without yeah. putting it in a context of my thirties. Cause mm-hmm. I got, I got married at 40. Right. A little late in the game. Right. Right. Some would say. Yes. Probably yes, just would. right for you. I think it's, it was, uh, uh, it's, it's more common now, I think. I think it's less yes. atypical. Age is mm-hmm. blurry now. Yeah. Um, I do, I do have two types of friends though. Friends that got married right out of the gate, like right out of college and their kids are going to college. Right. Now. Right. And then there are the friends that of course I spent more time with cause mm-hmm. they weren't married and didn't have children Yes, who waited if, you know, uh, these are most of the comics. Yeah. And so now like my very good friends have ch- young children like I do that are, right. that are essentially toddlers, which, it, which, uh, yeah, no, Kaler started late. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of people started late, but again, that word late is, is a relative. Yeah, it's, you, you can't see, but air quote, air, quotes air quote around late. late. Right. Did you, uh, is this a surprise? Not marriage is probably less of a surprise, but children can sometimes be a surprise for someone based on what they thought in their thirties or their twenties. Were you one of those? I'm going to have kids one day's <clears throat> guys that why you started late. What's the story yeah. there? And where do you, do you does, that, does that Michael Beatrice look at this Beatrice and go, wow, look at you. I, I have always been family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed running around being a knucklehead in my twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed writing my own ticket. Um, as it turns out, 
I was becoming less and less of a functional human being out in the world. Uh, uh, some stuff happened, which we can yeah. certainly talk about if you if you care to. Sure. Um, but I always had an idea that I would be married and have children. And mm. oddly, I always thought it would be girls, which is what really? happened. Yeah. Which is, so you got, you got two. You yeah. got two girls. Yeah. Um, and, uh, how old now? Cause it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't have babies anymore. Can yeah. I have a two year old and a three and a half year old. Oh man. That the is three and a half year old, by the way, yeah. three is preteen. Yeah. Yeah. Preteen. Preteen. Me. Yeah. So I always knew <laughs> that's I would. a loud house, isn't it? Two and three. <laughs> yeah. Thank God you're not boys. Boys is a whole different deal. Um, but I always knew, I always thought I would be, but it, as it turned out, I was never, uh, uh, there, it's like a lot of things. You have an idea that that's how it's going to be, but you kind of have to take some action and work for it. Yeah. So a lot of stuff happened when I uh, yeah. turned 40, um, and I'm very happy and be grateful, uh, happy and grateful to be married to this woman, Melina, yeah. who, um, you know, is, it's, it's, you hear it a lot. It sounds trite, but, yeah. you know, the, there is, it's hard for me to conceive of a time before her. We are it's, best friends. We are yeah. husband and wife. We are married. We are in love. We are sure. a couple. But I'm also married to my best friend. Right. We front-loaded a lot of our issues. So uh, we are hmm. really just like clean and good and doing it now. How, how, when you say front-loaded your issues, that's that's a, that's a, an important statement and a, and a nice little bumper sticker yeah. uh, thing there. I, I mean, was that conscious? Did you sit down? Did you just get through stuff naturally in the course no. of a relationship? Yeah. No, no. I was... Um, yeah. I was uh, uh, I, thank God I've, I've listened to some of your. I listen to your podcast because I know people people do get serious. I, yeah, like uh, you I listened to Parker. Yes, uh, Roberts recently. Yes, so there's there's no harm saying that I was falling apart in my late thirties. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was I am uh, an an alcoholic. Right, and uh, it was not going well for me. Yeah, and so it overlapped into me cohabitating with this woman. Yeah, and uh, you know. I, in a general way, I would say the bottom was falling up pretty quickly for me. Right. And there's a lot of reasons it shouldn't have worked. There's a lot of reasons I shouldn't have worked. Right. But we got through it. I don't live that way anymore. Right. And so we were, I was able to be, you know, 50% of a very functional uh, uh, marriage family unit. Right. And uh, so surviving that. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's got her own story about other things. But, you know, we, so now... Look, we have we have logistical problems, but sure. she and I have no marital problems. Right, zero, right. none. We are so good, and I don't take it for granted. But uh, we were able to go forth and, and have children, and just I mean, it is it's tiring and physically draining and emotional, and and you and, haven't seen a Star Wars film in completion, that's you know. Right. Which that's I do right. want to talk about in a bit. Of, I'm going to get to see Return of the Jedi one of these days. <laughs> um, it was uh, so you know we we we. We experience it in every way you can experience it from a mm. from a foundation of being a wonderfully healthy, functional, married human couple. Uh, I love How's you. that. Uh, no, that's that's great. And, and, I mean, would you mind diving in into a little bit into the alcoholic thing? No, no, no. Because because we know. Yes, you- yeah, I will dive into it. But I, I for yeah. the the only the only uh, caveat I want to I want to yeah. put out there is uh, I don't I don't want to endorse any any form of recovery. I don't want to be the yeah. poster child for any form of recovery. Except to say that uh, uh, I was able, when I was desperate enough and willing enough to go get help, I found help. Yeah. Because I certainly couldn't fix me on my own. You don't, I just don't, I don't want to endorse any one One, one specific path. Correct. This isn't the Mike Beatrice School no. of Recovery. No. I can only speak from my alcohol. Yeah, that, that, is, that is key. It's, it's, fa- it's, it's fascinating. It's not the word. Um, well, you know, this stuff, when you heard, when we as your friends heard, I, I got a bit, I, I, I was slightly surprised. Uh, because that word means something different, I guess, from the outside, yes. right? You, I, we, guess. I never picked you up from a gutter. You know what I mean? Right, right. And there are others in the stand-up world where that was literally the case. Right, um, sure. So for you to come to, the, to hear that now, to have you looking back and saying you were falling apart, I mean, you were doing a good job of hiding it from me then. You know, not that we were hanging out every night of the week. So I'm fascinated a little bit to to what brought you to to hit that bottom. Well, it's interesting. I didn't realize this for a while. Um, But you, uh, well, first of all, I I did, I slept in my car, which was parked in a gutter. So that is a, there's a degree of separation. Um, (laughs) Gutter nonetheless. So it was a, um, it was a, it was a, it's a 20 year drinking career. It was a slow descent Mm. until I woke up one day and I was a 
round the clock, 24 seven, 365 drinker. Right, I was right. not always drunk, but I was never a thousand percent sober. Right. And, um, I would say the quick, the quick way to phrase it is that for a big chunk of my adult life, I was drinking to live. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I kind of crossed the horizon and started drinking to not die, which is mm-hmm. not a fun way to drink. Mm-hmm. And no, it takes I, at least 20% of the fun out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize I had swapped out my social circles. I had friends who were, uh, mm. very light drinkers or sure. didn't drink at all. And they're my, I love them. They're my, they're my great friends. And I was spending less and less time with them and spending more and more time with our comedy scene friends, yeah. which doesn't mean all of them were no, he- drinkers, but. but there were a lot of heavy drinkers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always an alcohol environment. And so I had a lot of people like you, like mm. some of our other friends. Oh man, you know we were all doing the same stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that you saw. Mm, yeah. You didn't know what was going on inside. Yeah. You didn't see the the drinks before the the sneaked drinks during, and you certainly didn't see the the drinks after and the after effect. Right. So there was a lot of. I mean, I I really appreciated all of my friends, including you, mm-hmm. who were a surprised, mm-hmm. uh, b supportive. Um, and, uh, and, and see, and, and see curious. Yeah. And, and so, um, it's just part of my life now. And it's, it's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, um, you know, they say never fixed, never cured, mm-hmm. but I don't, you know, I haven't had a drink in a while yeah. and, 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 uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a daily, yeah. like with depression for me, I have to choose every day. Yeah. I'm going to find it. I, I, uh, uh, I got sober in 2011. Right. Right. When I'm 40 years old, I'm 46 now. The, uh, the idea that I won't drink again for the rest of my life still Mm -hmm. causes this interior flutter of panic. Like, Uh, how's that going to (laughs) happen? I've got a long way to go and I need a glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Like it seems like someday there might be something, but, but not today. Not today. And it's, it's not even that conscious anymore. It's just more, it's just another, it's, um, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's just, uh, it's another way that I, I filter my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people don't care. Yeah. So my job is to be I mean, the, the best sober human I can be, uh, and not make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Like this is interesting for you and me to talk about cause I know you and you yeah. know other people like me and right. maybe somebody listening has an interest in it, but yeah. generally speaking, nobody cares. Right. And the people in our I, life I, care. I get that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you know, on your, on your day to day, go right. through the target grocery stores right. and all that stuff. No one cares. Right. Look at me. I, uh, yeah. I, I'm a sober, I'm a sober alcoholic. Uh, it's, that's, that's weird. Thanks for sharing. Nobody cares. <laughs> but a lot of people probably, uh, carrying that, uh, that yeah. battle. You know yeah, what it's yeah. like? It's yeah. like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, cause everything relates to movies, Ken. It's like Crash Davis and Bull Durham. It is. When Susan Sarandon says, oh my God, you're, I'm going to tell everybody you're about to, you're about to have this great achievement. And he's like, just stop, will you? Nobody cares. And it's embarrassing. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Michael Beatrice, the Crash Davis. That's right. Of life. Um, but you come, <laughs> you, 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 you come to that decision, you come to that point, you, 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 you get the help, uh, yep. and, and you take your path. I love those points in life though, uh, that, that you, we all can think about changing. We all can think about helping ourselves or taking those paths. But then there's that one moment where you mm-hmm. click over, yeah. um, without the details of the moment sure. or what gutter it was, yep. uh, it, it was off La Brea and Beverly probably. Um, wh- what was, what made you click over? Um, it was, um. It's weird. The, um, uh, I, uh, I was in a detox unit. Mm-hmm. I realized I was in over my head because yeah. um, now I was cohabitating with somebody. Right. And so now there was, there was somebody invested in my well-being as opposed to me just living the life the way I was living it. Um, yeah, with, with no right. rules. So, but none of that would stop me from doing what I was doing because, again, I can't stress this enough. I can't stop me. Right. I can't fix me. I can't stop me. Um, and so I went to a detox unit to medically reboot myself from alcohol. Gotcha. And I drank again Yeah. because just getting separated from the alcohol wasn't enough because I will drink. I yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah. Unless there's some kind of outside intervention. Um, and so it was another six months before I actually got like the first day really sober. Mm. And in those six months... Everything that led me to detox, I hadn't even done the worst of my drinking yet. Um, it uh, was, yeah, interesting. It was going to be now because now I'm fighting it. 
I'm not going along for the ride. I'm fighting it if, and I'm losing. Right. And it was a it was a succession. Uh, you you have probably probably everybody's heard the word bottoming out. Yeah, the phrase bottoming out. Mm-hmm. It was a succession of oh that's a bottom. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another one. <laughs> wow, this one's even Can't lower. Go any lower? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if um, yeah. there was a 48 hour period where just everything in my life um, it mm-hmm. was um, everything that involved my wife, my family, my yeah. future, my very life. Yeah. Uh, and it culminated with me. If you want to know the truth, it culminated with me waking up in an emergency room. Okay. Um, and uh, that's when I got really scared and desperate and said, I'm going to go get help, like real help. Right. And even then, it took me another two months. Yeah, even then. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, that's the key. Even because then. even then, despite everything I told you, mm-hmm. I still wanted to keep my hands on the wheel and kind of run the show. It's very hard. Even if right. it's not going well, to let go and say, I surrender. Mm. And so it was uh, another two months before I was convinced yet again to uh, surrender and get better somebody else's way. Uh, ah, I like that phrase, somebody else's way. Yeah. The and, power, the control that we all and, want. And, and it was, it was you know, it's, it's hard at first doing something new, living differently. Yeah. Physically detoxing is hard. Right. But also emotionally. Yeah. And then just learning to, to do it and, and, and doing what other people like me have done and, uh, and getting comfortable and feeling like I'm a functional human being. Yeah. Which, which yeah. we're happy to say now you are a functional father. Or, or should we say normally dysfunctional? <laughs> normally dysfunctional father. <laughs> like, like a normal person. Like, uh, and and you, uh, you like me, we don't do stand-up. Yeah, when's the last time you've done stand-up? Um, I, did it, I did it once after I stopped drinking to prove I could do it. Ah, um, yeah. And though... Um, I, I came back once to prove I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, many people, including me, would disagree, Ken. Um, the, uh, you were always my biggest fan. I, I, I yeah. As um, in one solitary yeah, fan. Right. right. Uh, uh, president and membership of your fan club. <laughs> the, uh, we're getting t-shirt made. Yeah. T-shirt. Indeed. Um, one so, size. But honestly, I, I would probably still venture out to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two things prevent me. Uh, time and I'm terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, th- if you want to segue into like uh, uh, Hollywood career stuff. Yeah, um, I want to know like, that. I, uh, I re- I, uh, my window, as, as for many of us, the window to succeed and get some traction is our 20s and 30s. It's a small window when the time flies. And it, and it turns out I was self-handicapped. Mm. And so now, now, at a time in my life when I have, and it's, it wouldn't be easy because I, st- like, yeah. you know, I, I don't think it'd be a surprise to you. I'm still full of uh, fears and anxieties and self doubts. Again, like many people, like many people, yeah. Um, you know, may, maybe a little, maybe a little more, maybe mm. above average in that regard, right? Um, but uh, but that's that's a mechanical thing that can be worked through with trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I just there's I have a job, yeah, that I need to do um, to provide for my family, right? Um, I have a family, yeah, and so I have these and you know, various kinds of commitments in life. And so those all need to be handled first because those are my, my jobs. Yeah. Do my job that I'm lucky to have in this town. Right. Um, pay my bills, provide, help my wife works too, provide for our children, be a dad, do all those things. Mm-hmm. And whatever time is left over, I can try and maybe pursue some of the things that we're all still trying to right. pursue. Doesn't leave a lot of time. And I'll tell you what has to be ruled out. And it was an easy choice is stand up. I yeah. can't keep. I can't go to clubs at night and keep late hours and come yeah. home at two in the morning. I can't. No. Uh, also, I must sleep by ten o'clock. <laughs> kills kills the comedy career. <laughs> kills the comedy career. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I love some friends in town. You want to come see my show Saturday? I want to start midnight. <laughs> yeah, matinees only. Nah, I'll be all right. Um, but uh, but there's other ways to try and do it without stand up. Yeah. Also, let's be honest. I was uh, I really enjoy doing stand up, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends that helped me get on stage. And yeah, um, I'll always get to hang my hat. Uh, and you did more stand-up than I did, but I'll always get to hang my hat on the fact that I got to perform at the Hollywood Improv. Right. A place that I'd seen on TV when I was a kid yeah. staying up late in Massachusetts. So I've done, I've stood on that stage. I've told jokes. People laughed at the jokes. That's, that's, that's like getting called up from the, from the whatever is below minors <laughs> and, and, and throwing a couple pitches in one game yeah. at the major league level and then you're done. And then you're done. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel that too sometimes. And like, I did that. Yeah. But um, but I was a much better joke writer than performer. Yeah. I mean, you're which is I, fine. I, I, I think uh, this we share some similarities in how uh, 
stand up stage how you, how can you translate your actual self your writing and your and your and your persona into a nice tight 7 minute yeah. set i struggle with it a lot um uh, you are a fantastic writer, so I, I see where you're coming from on there. And you're doing writing now, though, right? You're trying to get a little, a thing little with, bit. With, 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 you got the dad stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, our friend Jamie Kaler, yeah. um, who is also a, a successful um, working comic and actor. Yeah. So he's trying to, to use whatever clout he has to start this website for dads called mm-hmm. The Dadlands. And so, you know, he, he rang me up and told me to ask me to come write jokes for him. And, yeah. and so I've been writing. They're just like they're like joke and picture memes about being a dad, mm-hmm. stuff that all dads hopefully can relate to, and, and some longer blogs. And so, you know, at this point, I'll take whatever I can get. I'm grateful mm-hmm. he asked me. Yeah. Um, it's if if 200 people read my blog, that's 199 more people uh, more than we're going to read it if I did it on my own. Right. Um, and you know, his numbers are ticking up, and um, you know, he it's um. You know, it's his website. He's got the hard part. Right. I'm just trying to chip in and be funny and right. relatable to other dads. And I love it. It's great. Anytime I can be creative, I love it. Because mm-hmm. my date, I moved out here, Ken, when I was 14 with my mom. Yeah, child a, child actor Beatrice. Child actor in Boston. Yeah. Successful in mm-hmm. Boston. Um, all my siblings were older. The honeymoon was over in my family. My mom and I moved out here so I could yeah. be an actor. I was recruited. You were recruited. Come out here. Recruited. Yeah. So now I'm like, uh, what's his name? In Moneyball. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the, the, the the Brad Pitt the, guy. The Brad, oh, Billy Bean. Yeah, Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Yeah. Uh, recruited heavily too yeah, early. Too early. Um, so I come out here, and uh, and uh, what's great, though, is um, I peaked when I was 14 because I, I came out here. My first audition was my first job. Um, my favorite TV show when I was a weird 13, 14-year-old yeah. was Airwolf. Oh, Airwolf. I <laughs> Nobody, yeah. nobody at Swamp Scott Junior High was talking about Airwolf the next day. <laughs> Just me. And uh, Chad Michael Vincent. So I came right. I came out here. Um, uh, by the way, God rest his soul, even though he's still alive. Still alive. Yeah. God rest him. Um, he needed to hang out with you a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was the first job I booked. You booked Airwolf. There weren't a lot of kids in that show, but there was yeah. one episode in like season three where he finds like a long lost maybe son and he goes to his school. Yeah. And uh, I have like two lines. So that's it. I moved out here and I got the je- the dream job on my dream show, and it's been down here. <laughs> and you thought I've hit the ground running. Right. This is gonna happen. It's like my first stand up gig was the uh, the belly room in front of a sold out uh, you know packed crowd, uh, and, and and it was really successful. My friend said that's the best stand up debut I've ever seen. I'm like I've got this, and it's been. There you go. Yeah, now I'm not doing it anymore. So you you book Airwolf, yeah. and you've been a, what, what's you, you post a picture? I've seen I've seen it maybe a couple times. Were you on like was it Cagney and Lacey? I got arrested on Cagney and Lacey. You got arrested on Cagney and Lacey. Yep, that's great. They were wonderful. <laughs> Tyne Daly. Daly and Sharon Glass. Um, yeah, that was nice. Was street uh, tough. Yeah, yeah, and uh, right, right. Um, so, uh, but then, so that was all I was in high school and then I went yeah. to college and I got distracted and then coming out of college, I was never able to fully recommit to acting. Mm-hmm. And again, as I said, I, I certainly wasn't in that, certainly the, um, um, there were other things going on that self-sabotaged. Sure. So I just never brought it together. And then I started getting into writing and I really wanted to write and there were little fleeting writing jobs here and there. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing union, nothing yeah, worth yeah. talking about, just odd jobs here and there. Yeah. And then stumbling, quite literally stumbling into stand-up, <laughs> which is great. You get on stage, you're performing. You yeah. Know? That, that's, yeah, it's that's immediate. Deal. Right, exactly. Immediate feedback, yeah. immediate failure. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and if, I, if I'm going to fail, I want the failure immediately. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, you don't I want six wait. months of writing I'm the failure. MTV generation. I want yeah. it now. <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, uh, and, and I laugh because there's, there's a way to spin it that I'm doing now exactly what I set out to do. Mm. I was a kid. I'd look out my window and I, even at like 10 years old, I have to move to Hollywood. I want to move to Hollywood and work in the movies and gosh, darn it. Can I do, you do. I just should have been way more specific. <laughs> I have a very, very, I don't want to say successful, but I have, yeah. I continually work mm-hmm. in movies in Hollywood, right. for studios, on big movies, as an assistant accountant. <laughs> hey, people need them paychecks. And and I tell people, look, I'm grateful. Because yeah. I, I generally, I work for one of my friends yeah. who gave me my first uh, administrative job in film. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and thank God for him, because I'm carving out a, a little career. Yeah. Uh, and that job is union. It is. Yeah. Okay. And, um, um, and, 
you know, runaway production and there's just, I mean, you look at, not to get political, yeah. we, we won't, but yeah. no matter how, no matter how you approach it, every job is a high demand job right. because there's a shortage of quality jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there's 25 people. That's ridiculous. There's 2,500 people that will do this job yeah. if I don't do it. Right, uh, right, I'm on right. the message boards. Everybody's looking for Everyone work. And I look and I work and look, I, yeah. I would prefer to do something more creative. And like we talked sure. about when time allows, I'm pursuing things to that end. Right. Had a couple of near misses. You know, I almost got yep. my ticket punched a couple of times, mm. but the at bats are few and far in between. <laughs> you got to get in there. And take I get cups. called up. Yeah. yeah few, like there are yeah. people that are out there submitting and taking chances and, Oh, there's another job that came and went. I'll get the next one. Right. You know, I, I, I get to really throw my hat in the ring like once every couple of years. Mm. Um, but, uh, in the mm. meantime, uh, I work. I do what's asked of me. I handle my business, and um, that's that has to be okay. This journey here to get to that point. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Looking out the window at 14, and we all have those big hopes and dreams along the way. And then you know, it's kind of this where you need to be. You look back, you're like, oh, that's why we got to here, and and who knows what's to come. Mm-hmm. And with Kaler building this Dadlands thing, and 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 we're going to definitely talk about that more at the end, and where people can find sure, it. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, it's like you, you know, you know, you, 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 the hope is still there, right? Yeah. The hope meaning some magical ticket being punched, but in the meantime, you've got this. You, you seem very content with what you have. Yeah. You struggle maybe a little bit at night, going, "Gosh, I could have been a contender. Yeah. I could yeah. have been arrested on Cagney and Lacey one more time." <laughs> but it takes luck to get it's, to where uh, you are now. It's um. So the, 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 the contentment is something I have to uh, work at because I'm not sure. always content. Let's yeah. be honest. I'm well, not always content. Well, that, but that's fair. It's a fair assessment. In my, in my weaker moments, I'm, uh, I'm uh, Fredo Corleone. It ain't the way I wanted it, Ken. <laughs> Got these two I'm kids. I'm talented, not yeah. like people say. Um, <laughs> there are times I wig out, quite frankly, yeah? and, get, and get vertigo. But, and then there are times I'm completely at peace with how it's unfolding. Yeah. Um, and then most of the time, 85% of the time, I'm somewhere in the middle sloshing around. Right. Um, but would life be easier if I just said, that's not going to happen and just handle my business and have mm. a, have a spiritual asterisk for the rest of my life? Sure. Work for the or weekend. Yeah. Do I keep hope alive? Keep hope alive, man. Um, cause you never know. You never know. No, absolutely. You never know. And I love, that's what, that's what I'm saying. You love those stories and, and I, you know, I want you to be, I think you could be part of those stories. If you find, that's what I'm saying. You got these kids in your hands and then what are those experiences? What can you mine from that? It's not just that you have new material, right, but it's right. you have a new, new experience and, and your journey to get to where you are, uh, as, 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 you know, somber as, as it is at times hearing a little bit of your struggles and stories. I mean, there's victory on the other side here. Yeah. And, and the, um, you know, I, I, uh, if I'm, if I'm running around, if I'm with my own thoughts and thinking, woe is me Mm -hmm. and fixate on this obsession, this white whale Mm -hmm. of a career in film and television, which I mean, which it's, um, it's as important as anything else, but ultimately, is it really? Is it really? Um, but if I get so obsessed with that that I can't see the success I do have, my wife, my wonderful two daughters, mm-hmm. if I can't get good with that, then I have a problem. Yeah. And sometimes I'm not good with it. But sure. most of the time I am. Um, the, the, the hour of doubt versus going to bed content with it is yeah. what the difference is. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, to, yeah. uh, to, to be, to, um, I'm lucky that I don't have a lot of sleepless nights because I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing keeps me up anymore. <laughs> it's, uh, it's mostly like in the shower, driving in the car where it all descends, but at night, I'm out. I mean, I was very happy to book you for this show here. Right. We were trying, you know, to get you out here. Uh, um, and about those uh, kids, at least their effect on your life. There's some very comedic stuff uh, going on. I love hearing your struggles to try to watch Star Wars. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. I'm the oh Star God. Wars nerd. I'm living my life free and easy. And you, a Star Wars fan, just the act of getting to the theater, your life yeah. has been forever changed. So I'm a product of the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I, this 1977 for the young kids who don't know, <laughs> if you didn't see it in the theater, you weren't seeing it. Right. And I'm one of those people that saw it in the theater like 300 times. Right. Had to. Drag, you know, whoever. Yeah. Um, so I, I, uh, I've seen 
I mean, I've probably seen it. Every movie, every pop movie in the 70s and 80s anyway. Right. But the Star Wars movies, I'm all in. Yeah. And the prequels, all in. All in. Disappointed, but all in. And then, uh, of course, the new ones are coming out, I'm in. But now, with the new movies, I've got these... I had one kit child now too, and right. there's a. I have a blog on the Dadlands website outlining it, which you can go find. But the, the, um, with the when um, when uh, the Force Awakens, do you want to go through it? I want to go through it. It's, the Force it's Awakens, a fascinating. Story. The Force Awakens comes out. I have yeah. one child. Yeah. Um, my wife and I, um, since we had our child, have not been to the movies as of this right. point in the story. Right. It's a, so we're uh, we're off on holiday break or something. We're both home. Um, we don't have any. We don't have any real family, or there, there's no one else to watch a kid. So we have this genius idea for the Force Awakens. No one says we have to see it together. Ooh. <laughs> so we we, shift. we go tag team. Uh, oh. We buy t- back-to-back tickets, single yeah. ticket showing. She goes. She comes home. She's like, I'm not saying a word. Leave the house right now. Yeah. And then I, I, I go and I come back, and it's great. We tag teamed. Not ideal, no. but we saw we saw Force, the Force Awakens. Awakens. Right. <laughs> uh, Love that creative, then, creative parody. Yeah. So, uh, what what comes out next? Uh, uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Rogue One. So, because um, you got this plan in place, you're like, it worked so well for Force Awakens, right? But Rogue One, we're like, can we get crazy? Because now we we're, we we've had our you know we're yeah. like a year and change, and we're, we're seasoned right. veteran seasoned parents vets, now. Yeah. Um, and so we're like, can we go together? Uh, so we do, and we leave the nanny home. Um, and I I I, I, I think. I think we still have one child when this happens. Right. Um, and I think Melina's pregnant with our second. Gotcha. So Nanny's home with the big, with uh, the Mimi's probably like yeah. two or either side of two. Right. And we, we go see uh, um, Rogue One. We're in the theater together. And uh, unbeknownst to either of us, like I know my phone's blowing up. Right, right. She knows her phone's blowing up. Right. Neither of us know each other's phone is blowing up. Yeah. That's, that's red alert. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, somebody's texting. Um, about 20 minutes in, I go to the, the, the restroom cause I'm an old man. I can't, I can't yeah, sit you through You can't movies. sit through a movie. Yeah. 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 You got to pick, uh, your, but pick it, your spots. Right. And so I, uh, uh, it, it's for the, it's for the three hours are stuck on Jetta, which yeah. is crazy cause it's like a two hour movie. Um, so I go out to the lobby and I check my phone and I'm blowing up. Yeah. I check voicemails. ADT is called. The nanny's called. And then Melina, her phone, same thing. So you pick up the messages and it's like this whole sequence of events. Hey, this is ADT. Your alarm's going off. Panic. Panic. Got to listen to all the messages. Yeah. The nanny calls. Uh, yeah, there's noise. I don't know what to do. And then she calls back. Oh, they've already come and gone. It's all fine. So now I call ADT. Melina's on the phone. And we find out in, in the, while we've been in the theater, my daughter, who's never before expressed an interest in the security panel in our house. <laughs> never asked never, about never, it. Never. Never looked sideways at it, right? Yeah. Or else we would have baby-proofed it. Yeah. She walks up and she hits fire. <laughs> so the fire department, like they call us to see if it's a false see alarm. It's a false alarm. We're not answering. Yeah. They roll the fire department. They come. They talk to my nanny. And and then uh, and they leave and by now it's all said and done so we now we're like so there's really nothing for us to, <laughs> to do. do so we go back into the movie we've missed chunks chunks of and them. we just try to enjoy the rest right, of it right, like right. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff blows up <laughs> we'll, we'll read the plot on Wikipedia yeah. we'll fill it in so yeah so there's a big gap in uh, and then you know we're, we're just like kind of like you gotta understand being a parent it's a it's yep. a it's a, you're you're constantly under siege it's yeah, wonderful kinda, but like <laughs> it's like you're always you're always in the state of <laughs> so this is just another thing Head on a swivel so we had to go home and uh, we brought donuts for the fire department near our house and we're like we're so sorry yeah and then the, there's a great screen grabs from the, the security system there's her inspecting the, <laughs> the system there's a grab of her pressing the button and there's a there's one of her running away and then the next photo is five firemen, <laughs> five firemen. towering <laughs> over the nanny in our living room okay so now we have two children um <laughs> There's a chance this story, by the way, is turning out to be longer than Rogue One. Uh, no, that's fair. So we uh, just now, long as that is a great third act. Now, uh, last Jedi. Yeah, we have two children. Two children, now. both upright and functional, running around. You're veterans now. Yeah, we're like, okay, we're yeah. not going to see it together. That's just yeah. not happening. Right. We're going to tag team again. So because that works, it great. worked well in 2015. Absolutely, right. no so fire. My wife goes pull. and she comes home. I go. Mm-hmm. I go. And I'm in the theater. And it's, Here so, we go. it's so nice you sent your wife first. What a gentleman. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you can't trust me not to spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, she comes home and it's great. And I go and I'm sitting there. And, um, you know, I, we're in the, uh, what's the what's the, the place everybody hates in Last Jedi? Canto, Canto, Canto Bite. Canto yeah, yeah. Bite. Canto Bites. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, there's an there's something wrong in the theater. Right. And there's a smattering of people because everybody's seen it by now. Also, okay. we're like two weeks. Two weeks into yeah. the run. Okay. And um, and so uh, people are kind of looking around and and you can tell what's wrong, Ken. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You just know. Yeah. But you're like, am I really? Nah. <laughs> Finally, the film stops. Yeah. The teenage high schooler ushers come in. Lights come up. Everybody, we're going to be evacuating the theater. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Here we go. There's been, how did they phrase it? There has been a, uh, um, what did they, they, it's it's in the article. They said something great. Like we have a, um, we have like an odor irregularity, <laughs> which is a very nice way of saying somebody uh, took a crap in the theater. And look, I'm a dad. I'm like, is that what I smell? And you're thinking maybe it's somebody with a kid. They brought a toddler in or somebody in an accident. No, no, no. Somebody just dropped trow in the theater and took a deuce. And and I got to tell you, in 46 years of seeing movies, yeah. a lot of stuff's happened. A lot of, and lot you hear of about things. a lot of stuff happening to other people in movie theaters. A lot of Lannis Moore set songs like, telling you. How are we yeah. not trending on Twitter? <laughs> I don't understand. So they they re, they gave us refunds and routed yeah. us into different theaters, and it, it took me like five hours to see last. To Jedi. see the last yeah. <laughs> on the, on the bright side, I got bumped up to a better theater with better. Oh, sound. better set. So, that, but, so but I I came home. My wife's like. Like I told her what was going on. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm so shell shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're just so used to that uh, dealing with this kind of stuff. Well, people, people were irate and giving like the teenage ushers earfuls. Like like, he was the one that did from them. (laughs) What do you want? They're not thrilled about it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which one of the staff is thrilled? They have to go (laughs) clean up the human mess. People parent in different ways, but I'm at that point. I mean, I try to be a pretty placid guy anyway. Yeah. But it's just like, all right. (laughs) <laughs> it's just, that Which brings been. me back to my overriding default emotional state. Yeah. <sighs> the state of a father. And I'm guessing solo you haven't even tried yet. No, we, uh, we, we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, it, we, we thought about going to see it, um, just for the story. Yeah. Uh, just but for the, the story's chapter. awesome as it is. <laughs> so it ends yeah, with it, human poop. We, we've been, um, busy, uh, lately <laughs> with any number of things. So my, uh, my mm. joke, I have a couple of jokes about these uh, about new movies that come out. Like, right. oh man, did you see? Did you see? Uh, did you see Solo? Did you see Infinity Wars? Uh, not unless it was on Nick Jr. <laughs> if it was straight to Nick Jr., I they, probably saw it. They should do a. They should do Nick Jr. Should do that version. Yeah, we, they'd make a lot of money. That's right. And parents. we uh, we watch things at home. Yeah, but you don't the like. There's two things yet you, you need to watch a movie at home, like mm-hmm. an adult movie. Sure, you need a two hour kid free window. Mm-hmm. which generally is at night after they've gone to bed or right. during the day when they nap, if you're both at home. Right. You need that two-hour window. You also need the wherewithal to stay awake yeah. during those two hours. And there's the rub. There's the rub. Like, we uh, we love the Marvel movies because yeah. we dated over uh, the first early Iron Mans. I right. was my wife's poor man's uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, slash yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah. Just without the enormous financial industrial it, success. Yeah. All yeah. the demons and alcoholism. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm it. So... Um, so, uh, we, you know, so we, we finally, uh, rented, uh, uh, Ragnarok online. Right. Uh, five nights. Took you five nights to yeah. get there. And it's a good movie. It's, it's not like it's a bad movie. I yeah. love it. We yeah. love that movie. Five nights. Five nights. You got to make it a five party. Yeah. Where did, where did you fall asleep? Where did I fall asleep? What's, uh, and you have to backtrack. It's, it's, yeah, turn it's Ragnarok into a web series. <laughs> oh, you know, they, it was a five night miniseries. It was fantastic. They, they, they always say, right. Kids are supposed to change your life. Yeah. I have a friend who's actually a, a state senator now, and he used to tell me he was an LAPD officer, he used to work with me, and he was like, man, if it doesn't change your life, you are absolutely doing it wrong. He yes. used to drill that into my head. Yes. And I guess you just have to embrace that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, if you want to get touchy-feely, mushy about it. Let's do it. I uh, I, I mentioned this earlier. Like, I, I, it's, I mean, I, there were photos. I know there was a life before <laughs> Melina. Uh, I, I can't conceive of her ever not being in my life. Uh, and that was true just of her. Just of her, right. Now, like, there's no... Here here it is. Yeah. Time travel. Do you ever have the time travel fantasy? If I could mm. just go back in time, knowing what I know now, sure. and live my life over, the moves I would have made, the savvy moves, right. the, the career... The confidence I would have instilled. All of it, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's an empty fantasy because it's, you know, but, but, yeah. it, but, it, and, and it's easy to delve into that fantasy a little too much and I'm there. Yeah. And of course I would do that in a heartbeat. I'm telling you, if Doc Brown himself showed up today. <laughs> uh, Great Scott, Michael. Yes. Uh, we got to do something about your kids. Um, if I had the opportunity, in all mm. honesty, to go back and live my life over and change it, uh, there's a ripple effect, a butterfly effect. Yeah. You change one thing, everything changes. Yeah. Kids, and even if you could make the case that somehow I'd still find my way to Molina and I'll be fine. Sure. Kids are a lightning strike, mm. nanosecond lightning strike of chemistry. Yeah. Biological chemistry. Yeah. There's no way if I change one little thing in the past, there's no way these two girls happen. Right. I'm not taking that chance. No. Which means I got to stop looking in the rearview mirror mm. and deal with it going forward because it's not even like people talk about loving their kids. And, and I was curious about that when my kids were first, first born right. and I was about to have kids. Like, am I going to feel that love? And I don't know if I'm feeling it right away. And then I wake up one morning. It's not, it's not, it's not that analog love the mm. way you love some things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this living, breathing part of me. Mm. I, I can't, I can't, I don't even know that there's a word for I, mean, I guess the word is love, but it's, <laughs> it's the only word we have. Yeah. Well, yeah. we need more words. Yeah. yeah. Um, we it's, do. it's something else entirely. And they are just so, uh, you know, mm. um, uh, I don't know if everybody parents this way. I don't know if they do. I don't know if everybody, I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people do, Right. but I don't know that everybody feels this way. Uh, it's this, it's this word that's, it's, I, I, Go, I'm, it just goes I'm quite literally speechless. speechless. Yes, yeah. there you is no you not them. Yeah. I'm so intertwined with them, and it's just it's. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, they're sure. frustrating, yeah. and and um, uh, and uh, and you're tired, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're upset, and sometimes they're having bad days. But on the whole, my God, yeah. And I need to enjoy it while I can because uh, the day is coming where they're going to become self-aware, like yeah. Skynet, and turn on. Them. <laughs> Your children are like Skydive. Well, you said three going on preteen. Yeah, three is pre. Like, um, my three year old has taught me that my favorite child age is two. Because <laughs> two, they're two interactive is- and, right. and upright and they walk around and they can talk a little bit. Right. And then three. Uh, they, they they have their own ideas yeah. on what's going on there. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, yeah, that, well, that's fascinating stuff to, to, to hear. I, I don't understand it. I, and I think it's one of those things you don't get until you're there. Yeah. Um, but the, the little lightning strike of, of chemistry, as you call it, is, is a great way to say it. I, I, one of my friends, same type of thing, he was, you know, struggling. Uh, he had a different story, but uh, in terms of uh, marital problems and all that kind of things. And there was a couple of times they thought maybe they wouldn't be together. Right. And they were almost almost made that choice. And then they got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just he has all these deep philosophical questions in the universe, all these things of who's what and how we got here. All these because I it, it's this is my proof right here. This little creature in front of me yeah does not happen if i turn left that night or don't sit down for have to have one more conversation with my wife to try to work this out so yeah uh, their story is different than what you're saying but yeah just this like the butterfly effect is real mm-hmm. and and I, I think being content with where you where you end up despite all failings uh failures to launch anything that might have happened before yeah be, like yoda says in those movies you try to see, you know. Uh, you <laughs> I might have been in the lobby calling yeah, it yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> you know, about, about your mind on uh, where you are and what you're doing. Right, you right, know, right. Warning Luke. Even now, Luke looks off into the distance. And I think we all can be plagued by that. So to hear you, you have, you have some valuable lessons of what you're saying about career and life and, and failures. I think it's all important. And metaphorically, I would say about living life, living life generally, but also about parenting, mm-hmm. somebody burned the uh, ancient Jedi texts. We're <laughs> <laughs> just kind of winging it. Yeah, just got to work. There's oral tradition. How I, I get, I, I, I could not and will not understand until the day happens or not. I, I don't know if I'll have children, but you know, you never know what, what happens. Uh, that, can you try to explain the first night you're home with the first little kid, and it's Ooh. real. You're on duty. You've graduated the academy. You're in your car with your badge, and you're patrolling the city mm. for the first time. Yes. You've got this kid in your hands. Is it, is it, is it total fear? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, first, I, I, just, I, I want to tell people that yeah. it's not, it's not this, is just, this is just how my life's unfolding. Yeah. I mean, a lot of billions of people have kids and families. Yes. Um, but it's not, this is, this is how my life's unfolded, and, but it's certainly not. Um, there's no, 
it's just my experience. Yeah. People can experience that kind of love and satisfaction and joy and in and, and many, 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 many ways. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have kids. To, no, no. To, I want to make sure that's clear. Um, and, and some people shouldn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> we know some of those people. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the first moment. It's interesting. Um, I will tell you the first pregnancy, the first labor delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great time with the pregnant, with the, uh, with the, my wife being pregnant. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had a better time with the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first time everything was first. Yeah. Um, there were, mm-hmm. it turns out they weren't, I don't think now there were complications, but there were unexpected mm-hmm. things that happened in labor and delivery and it was very sure. stressful. And so there's just like, it's emotional. You're broken down emotionally. And, right. and then there's the, um, she stays in the hospital for a couple of days. And, uh, by the way, Kaiser gives you a free steak dinner. Oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm going to have to get my I saw steak a photo in. of my very first steak dinner yeah. uh, in the hospital. So um, th- I'm holding my my 24-hour-old uh, baby. Right. And um, the, the nurse comes in and gives her to me. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then she looks at me like, like this. The look she's probably given thousands of men like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but then something happened. I dropped something on the floor and I don't know what it was. Right. And, and like a pro man, uh, I, I palm by one arm, my, my daughter <laughs> scoot down and pick something up off the floor. Yeah. And the nurse was like, Oh, look at you. Yeah. Multitasking. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I, maybe I can do this. I got um, this. We, uh, we drove home from the hospital at about three miles an hour. Yeah. I, my apologies if you were behind us on the one one that day. <laughs> um, we got home. And, um, uh, I will, t- the yeah. day, day four, we had like a wellness visit at the hospital. Oh, you gotta, you gotta go back. Not even like four complete days. Like, um, it was like, it was like the, the morning of day four. Good. So we had to put her in the carrier, the cart to take her out to the, the, the little handy basket. Handy take basket. Her, right? And then we, we went to the doctor's appointment and it was great. Thank I, Even if there's no medical reason to do it, and there is yeah. a wellness checkup, you know, jaundice, are you latching and feeding, you know, all that. Is baby healthy? Even if they were just making the whole thing up, right. it gets you out of the house. Because <laughs> if they hadn't done that, I think we'd still be hunkered down. <laughs> still there. Afraid to leave. Afraid to leave with the kid. So on the way home, Wrapping we're like, it in bubble wrap. Oh, we're out. Should we stop at Target? So yeah. my daughter went to Target with us handheld like like those carts those like handheld carts you pick up at the, at the front of target yeah. and and so we're walking around a target with our with our three and a half day old daughter right. yeah. and i'm like hey yeah. we're doing it we're gonna live as far as those were moments but y- yep. you touch on something else when you ask for a moment yeah and and again this is only my experience yeah i was ready for moments i was ready for singular definable kodak moments that mm. i could put in a scrapbook I don't, we've had some, but I got to tell you, my experience is that it has been this, especially when they're newborns, mm-hmm. it has been one fluid moment. Um, always, cons- there's no time for me to pause and go, oh, hey, that just happened. Yeah. Because, like, I, like, what was my daughter's first word? I really don't know. You don't remember? I remember she was making noises and starting to talk. And then I woke up one day and there mm-hmm. were three words. Right. When did she take her first steps? I don't know how you score that. Yeah. She was trying to stand and falling. And I didn't know. I didn't know until I had a baby. They do this thing called cruising where they hang <laughs> on the furniture and kind of scoot around. scoot around. And maybe there's a stumbling step in there. I don't know how you score the first step. Right. I just know I woke up one day and she was walking across the room to me. <laughs> Setting off fire alarms. There's a, have you heard of swaddling? Uh, yeah. You wrap the kids wa- in a blanket and there's a whole yeah. tuck in, like it's like Good a bandana swaddle, yeah. thing. Yeah. There's a whole skill to it. Yeah. And I was ready to ace this. I'm practicing in the hospital on dolls and I'm swaddling, swaddling I'm swaddling class. the F out of the swaddle. Yeah. And, uh, I was all prepared for swaddling. Swaddling came and went. Yeah. Faster than I could document it. <laughs> I'm like, what happened to swaddling? swaddling? Cause now there's no time to prepare. Yeah. Now she's for, trying to borrow like, my car. That was going to be my thing. <laughs> So I was going to be the swaddling dad. I try not to meddle with other about to be dads I meet, except to tell them to pump them up and tell them, look, whatever you're going to be great. It's hard. You have to be a certain kind of person and not be great. Right. You're going to be great. And you're going to have your own experience. Don't let people rob you of that. Enjoy the moment you can, but also don't go nuts obsessing over about what you're going to do because Mm -hmm. it honest to God can Mm -hmm. is the most in the moment, thing I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. We talked earlier about day by day. Yeah. You need the plan. You need to 
concern yourself, you know, with, with things sure. that are out in front, but it is the most in the moment, handle what's happening right now thing I've ever done in my life. And by wow. the time number two came around, man, we had s- not mm. better or worse, just different. The yeah. day our second daughter was born was so much fun. Really? It was so much fun. Like, a, like we got this this time. We know yeah. what happens. We had, and, and some stuff went wrong. Sure. My, my, or one of our dogs threw a hissy fit that day and actually had a medical emergency. So we were both <laughs> well leaving. Timed. Yeah, we were both leaving for the hospital. We had to divvy up in the separate cars. Wow. This is like the Star Wars thing. This is a- I, had to take, she, I had to take our dog to the vet while she was checking it at the hospital, <laughs> leave the dog. And I'm, I'm telling them, like, my wife's in labor, and, yeah, and they're like, just, what? what? And so it's a little more than VCA needed to hear that. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I jam over to the, the, the hospital, and, uh, uh, and we, were, we were all in on Archer at the time. Yes, yeah. And Archer and Lana, I think, had just had their baby on right. the show. So we're doing Archer quotes and playing <laughs> Danger Zone. And we actually got retweeted by the Archer official account, oh, really? which is one yeah. of my highlights. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the first time was the first time an emotional and draining and overload of what's going to happen, and we don't know what's what. Sure. Time two. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. And which which one of the, the births did you put the uh, A Girl Has No Name? Birth, that was number two. When we were that having was number fun. two. You're having yeah. fun. Because it was also, it was Game you of Thrones viral, season kid. five. Yeah, was yeah. On? Uh, around that time. That's yeah. right. So we're in, the, in, the, in our labor and delivery room. They have a dry erase board, like most medical rooms yeah. do. Um, mother's name, Melina. Father's hmm. name, Mike. Mike. Uh, a child's sex, girl. A child's name, A Girl Has No Name. <laughs> Wrote it in dry erase, posted it on Facebook for my, you know, 30 likes for my friends. Right. Somebody, I don't even know who, yeah. um, placed it on Imager and yeah. or Reddit. And I think the last time I checked, it was like 600,000 likes. Because <laughs> Game of Thrones was in the consciousness yeah. then. Everybody yeah. was doing like all the quotes from yep. Game of Thrones, especially a girl has no name. Yep. Yep, there you go. And of course, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not really present on social media, right. but I enjoy the people who thought it was fake. Right, <laughs> like right. really that? No, nah, yeah, yeah, right. That's, that's that's one you would fake. <laughs> so you're having fun the second we time had around. So much fun. That's um, amazing. And the 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 they give you a wristband in, in, yeah. a, in a secure labor and delivery. You need to have a wristband to get in. It's and the I club get you get to go in. Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm in and out because I'm running errands and handling our, our other daughter who's right. home with the nanny. And we bring her in. And it's a whole thing. They whole meet thing. and it's beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. And so, but I got to tell you, for the three days I was walking around with a, with a wristband, my mm-hmm. medical, I just had a kid wristband out in the world. It, I don't, I, I, there was a skip in my step. Yeah. And I'm looking for other guys with wristbands. <laughs> Do like a wrist bump. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's, uh, uh, that, that, I mean, there's a lot to be happy about. Mm. I don't think I've ever been as giddy as I was baby number two. Yeah. With the wristband walking around in the world. Like I got a hall pass. Like a red badge of courage. Yeah. Baby badge of courage. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. No, uh, third one, no. We, we, you, you closed up the team there. Yeah, we, we cutting all the players. Uh, we would love a third one. We really would. Yeah. Uh, it will happen if and when we win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way. No tryouts for a catcher or yeah. a left fielder. No. You got the team no. set for right now. And also, like, you, you, at this point, you're like, all right, we have two girls. Yeah. Um, we, we would love a boy just to round it out. Sure. Um, just to have that experience. But then you can't, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people that went that route and have four girls. Right. Which is great. Great, yeah. yeah. Um, so to, to have a boy for us is not the right reason to do it sure. again. We'd have to really want a third child, period. Right, right. And again, we would be open to that if we had uh, a lot more money and a lot more time. <laughs> a lot more, less Star Wars movies to watch. Because right now right. we can play man on man. Yeah. You have three kids, you got to go zone. <laughs> zone, and that's tough, man. Yeah. You can't, zone, you can't necessarily win championships with zone defense. Uh, as we start to close up here with this wonderful, raw, intimate uh, conversation, I enjoyed this. Uh, it, it's been you've you've spinned uh, some wonderful value, uh, wisdom, jewels, and yarns here. And we've talked about my favorite subject. Yeah, me, you. <laughs> hey, that's what we're doing this town, man. That's Can I get a doing. copy of this? Absolutely, nice. for your real, or, or just for yourself, yeah. over and over there. Um, I, uh, I I do want to talk about Dadlands as we close. It's something that sure. you're working on, and love to see uh, more people yes. get some eyes and ears on this here. And Jamie Kaler, great. Comedy. Comic. Yes. Um, an actor you might have uh, out there, you might have seen him on the show My Boys back in the day on TBS. Uh, gosh, you get another person I've known around the town for about 15 years now. Uh, good actor, good comic, also a very good friend, yeah. uh, and also the father to uh, two girls. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Did you say that already? Uh, in, not in that detail. Yeah, no. there. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, so he starts Deadlands. Uh, where where how is where can people find it? How often are things up? And what are you what are you doing for it regularly? Well, like the rest of us, Jamie's always trying to find the next thing. You right. know, despite his obvious successes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as you kind of gleaned from me and him, so much of our life is filtered through children. Right. Uh, and there's any number of websites out there that deal with parenting seriously. Um, uh, economically, consumer stuff. You know, yeah. there's a lot of mom sites. There's some dad sites. Sure. But I, I think Jamie saw a um, a, uh, a vacancy right. in the kind of dad site he wanted to do, which is commiserating. Yeah. Uh, um, loving commiseration. Loving, venting, commiserating, uh, and playing up the humor. Yeah. And realizing that, um, you know, what we're going through as, as dads mm-hmm. um, uh we're not alone. So he he uh, um, he's put some time and resources into it. Mm. Um, he'd been doing some work for some other websites, yeah. some other parenting websites, and so um, um, so he brought in some of those people to help mm. him build this website. Um, somebody to do those sites, somebody to do the do the content, and, and some yeah. other people, the technical stuff. And so you know, it's um, it's 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 looking good. Um, you know, the, the, he's also doing videos, right. um, parenting videos, uh, with various comics that we've known. Yeah, yeah. And so there's, um, there's a presence on, on the web, on Facebook, on, there's a page on Facebook, plus a closed group for just the dads. Okay. Um, closed membership. I couldn't cl- get in. Uh, it, it is, yeah. My PS4 doesn't count as a kid. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and, uh, uh, and Instagram and Twitter and the and you know it's just it's quick one-liner jokes about being a dad yeah. that you know you hope people relate to. It's deep dives and blogs, some funny. Like I posted the Star Wars thing. Yeah, I posted a takedown of Caillou, which everybody agrees with. Um, do you know Caillou? No. Oh, you're very lucky. <laughs> what is who's Caillou? Oh, you don't know? I don't oh know. Oh my Caillou god, is. he's like the Canadian Charlie Brown. Oh uh, wow! Except no. nothing like Charlie Brown. It's. <laughs> It's like we all watch kids' cartoons now, yeah. and there are some we enjoy more than others. Like, oh, PJ Masks, sure. I'm in. They fight crime. Right, right. Um, and then there are some you enjoy less, uh, you know. But there is – I've never seen anything like it. I thought I was alone. Yeah. There's, it's a, a Canadian cartoon of a boy living with his mom and dad, and he is supposed to learn lessons – but the general consensus is that he's just a spoiled brat that's never going to learn anything because <laughs> he never learns. Right. Uh, and he whines and he's entitled and his parents are kind of vague. And I, I go into this in my opinion. Yeah. So, but you come to find out every single parent on the planet <laughs> hates this show. Hates it. <laughs> There's nobody even neutral. No, like, eh, it's all right. Ready to attack it. Um, so um, now I must check this yeah. out. But and then there's just a lot of jokes, a lot of pictures, sure. a lot of gifs. So like you know, yeah. uh, you know, hey, this is what parenting looks like. This is what it's like being a dad when you come home from work. And right. it's just and hopefully it's all relatable and funny to, to you know people that don't have children because you yeah. you know I mean yeah, we've yeah. all seen enough parenting on television. We've sure. all had parents. We've all had parents. Uh, all caused them to problems. varying degrees of success. Right. Um, so it's just supposed to be fun and and you know it's. Um, Mm. Uh, it's like, you know, Mr. I love the movie, Mr. Mom, but not everybody yeah. does. Cause there are some dated parts. Sure. Sure. Um, and you know, uh, it, it doesn't quite fit the 2018 mold, right? but this is, this is Mr. Momming 2018, except right. it's Mr. Dad, Mr. Dad. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know, it's um, the thing. That's great. Yeah, it's a it's whole great. new world. But it's a fun site. Uh, dadlands.com or the dadlands. Um, I actually, it's uh, I want to say it's like, that lands i don't know um i mean i can try to type it up here in the old uh the old machine box here yeah um the dad lands uh, i just don't know if it's dot com or not sure sure um uh, but it's there and uh we got the dadlands uh dot io dot io there you go dadlands dot io wow the internet does, got does that, that mean it's hosted by like an offshore <laughs> banking conglomerate it's, it's hosted by an, an improv uh, group there <laughs> right oh there it is the one episode of <laughs> caillou what's a caillou Caillou. Caillou. Yeah, it's, it's you my... You actually it's, watch. Yeah. I actually found one episode. Like, <laughs> like, we all hate them, but there's one episode that I actually think, in spite of itself, is worth watching. Uh, that is uh, good. Also, some funny stuff, some powerful stuff. There's some good writers on there. Some other guys writing some really interesting articles about parenting and some other funny people. And um, um, mm. uh, I'll just do first names, but Jamie, of course, is great. And then there's Megan and Dennis and, and Jeff and, and some other guys in there. And it's just, it's really cool. I love it. I love it. The deadlands.io. 
Deadlands.io, kids. Yeah. The internet's that long now. We're starting to yeah. get out of the dot-coms. Deadlands.io and Mike Beatrice, this has been a great interview. This has been a... Uh, an intimate fireside chat with some real tough conversations, right. but also some fun stuff. And so happy to see where you are and to know uh, where your journey has taken you and how uh, how you're uh, dealing with it and having fun and celebrating it right now. I hope I've helped the kids somewhere, somewhere listening well. from a bedroom in uh, in <laughs> rural America who uh, yeah. who have dreams. I hope I've inspired them to sit tight and do yeah. some community theater and, and uh, give it some time. Yeah, don't worry about being yeah. booked on Airwolf quite yet. That's right. Ken, I uh, I love you enormously. I'm so glad we are friends. Yeah. Uh, and I look forward to doing this again. Absolutely. We should do it soon. Uh, maybe as your uh, kids uh, get into high school and you have yeah. a little more free time. Anything to get me out of the house. <laughs> That's it. Uh, you can follow Mike Beatrice on Twitter, though, right? At? At Michael Beatrice. There you go. And uh, Instagram, at underscore Michael Beatrice. Ooh, you had to, someone got there first. And when I find him, he's a dead man. Absolutely. Uh, I'll help you with that. So follow Michael uh, on those uh, on those sites. He is uh, one of the funniest, wittiest, smartest writers I've ever had the pleasure of working with or see perform or read his work. So you guys, if you don't follow him already, some of you might be old Knapsack Files listeners, and you already do. Uh, the rest of you should join on up. You know the drill here for the Knapsack Files. You can follow me at Ken Knapsack, and that that includes Instagram TV. That new tech is here. Is it the new Vine, the new Vero, or a competition to YouTube? We'll find out, but I'm on there. You can follow me there, putting up shows and things as well uh, as uh, on Twitch. You guys know as well, and Patreon page. If you want, hitting some new goals, they're there. Patreon.com slash the Knapsack Files. Thanks for the patience through some of the recent technical issues with the hosting server. We are back up and normal, at least at the time of this recording. So, that is it. We'll see you next time for Mike, for the fire department responding to all the baby-induced <laughs> alarms. We'll see you next time here on the Next Up Files. <laughs>